everybody, here we are, episode 13, back for round 12, the season is halfway through, 11 games each played, and we've hit the buy rounds. The boring buy rounds. Well, is it? Boring <laughs> buy rounds, still six games, there's potential there. And the best part about the upcoming round has to be dream time at the O. Yes, that's pretty <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I reckon it's great. Oh, it'd be a great... I know why they obviously have it at the MCG, everything else with the crowd capacity and that, but they're going to have a sellout. Oh, it is a sellout. It's a sellout. It's going to be a phenomenal light show at Optus. It's going to be loud like it always is. Yeah, oh, it'll be great. There's a lot of Essen and Richmond supporters in WA. Absolutely. So, yeah, plenty everywhere, even so the, it worked out well. I think it's going to be a great spectacle. And two teams that are pr- looking all right at the moment too, both coming off good wins, so... Good luck to them. Hopefully it's a close game. game. Yeah, it's important. Eighth and ninth. So winners in, losers out. So it's a big game. Uh, The stakes are high. So yeah, there's a lot to play for and can't wait to see that. But uh, I think you're right. You're spot on. If Essendon win, they take the eighth spot. That's right. So it's it's, uh, going to be fascinating how it plays out, but also just the the dream time game is always a spectacle. And it's great. And they're going to have the long walk as well. Or yeah, might be a long walk. I did see that. So they're going to start over at East Perth and walk the bridge, and the bridge will be up in colours and that. It's going to be phenomenal. I think they have to register due to COVID regulations, and that's still for the walk. But yeah, well, fair enough. Oh, it's definitely going to be a highlight of the year. Oh, for um, sure. And it, and I, I just, I'm really excited about being at Optus too. So, and and we've had a bit of a shuffle with most of the games this week. So, be interesting times. Next week will probably be the same. Um. The teams are probably going to have to stay out of Melbourne for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it looks like it. And not too many players are very happy about it, by all reports. Not just uh, Rewald is the one that everyone's mentioning, but I think there are quite a few. Well, that, that's okay, though. I don't think they have to go. They can stay if they want. Yeah, I, no, I, have, I agree. I, I, I don't think the clubs are putting it on them, saying that you must travel. If like your kid's sick, like Cochin doesn't look like he's going to play, and that's fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit different, but I think it's absolutely fair enough. Yeah, if they don't want to be away from their partners or whatever, then just don't go and don't make a big deal out of it. And that's it. So be it. Yeah. I well, think... I don't think the players are trying to make a big deal of it, but yeah. as always, the media senses the story. How was the one today about, uh, I don't know who she is in Adelaide or South Australia, and she said, if you're in the crowd for the Adelaide-Collingwood game, my advice is, you see that ball coming towards you, don't touch yeah. it. <laughs> I heard that on the way here, actually. <laughs> That, what a load of rubbish that is. He's going to go and get the ball and throw it back to the... Oh, yeah, pass it over. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Not touching that. Yeah, well, someone's going to touch it eventually, aren't they? Oh, that's, yeah. I don't know. I thought they could just have their test come up negative and go and play, but I don't know. Obviously, it doesn't work like that. Well, they've been allowed into it. the state, so obviously they've passed some sort of travel restriction there, haven't they? Some sort of health advisory well, they got an exemption. that they're allowed to play. They got an exemption that said so. Well, that means they're allowed to play. So yeah, still, to play. still health officials have cleared them. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, go for it. If there's uh, some sort of outbreak following that and the, the well, Adelaide Oval's a hotspot, that is going to be a disaster. Well, where but has, why would it be? Where has Kevin Sheedy and Michael Long and Gavin Wanganine and all these people, they all come from Victoria to come to Optus to do the long walk? You know what I mean? Like, quite possibly. To me, I think we're doing it the right way. If you're coming across, you get tested, and it's yeah. okay, that's fine. I've got no Melbourne, with that. If you're in Melbourne at the moment, you're in a seven-day lockdown, starting tonight, I think. So that's that's how it is. Yeah. And, yep. and any other state would be the same, and the Eagles and Dockers, if it happened in Perth, they fly out, 
and they go hub in Sydney for two weeks yeah, or something. So it, that's how it would have to be. We just got to get used to it. There's nothing more disappointing though than watching Melbourne and Bulldogs play in front of an empty stadium. That was a bit sad, wasn't it? It was. I understand the reason. All the circumstances, we get all that, but but we can move past that, and that's why we've got the games in other states this weekend. And that's what people have to be flexible with. Essendon and Richmond at Optus Stadium, that's a great idea. Carlton have moved their home game to SCG. That works. It's still a disadvantage for the Eagles as well as Carlton, but it's, you know what I mean? It's not like they're moving it to Optus and then it's a Brisbane or of last year, you know, where all their 10 games in a row they played at Brisbane. Yeah. It's, just a couple of weeks, let's move forward yeah. and, we'll and enjoy the atmosphere of having a crowd still. So, Yeah, I agree. But last week, Melbourne, hats off to them. Mm. I didn't give them a chance. And no. uh, They did the complete, what I thought Bulldogs would do. Their pressure was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, you'd have to believe now. No, they were great. They really were. Mm. Yeah, there's not much about them that you, that you wouldn't like. So you could just about, if they carry this on, top two for sure. And that means it's uh, potentially all finals at home, but they've got a long way to go, but far out they do look good. I thought this was the game that would have us doubting them again, but it's gone totally the other way. But I don't doubt the Bulldogs either. I'm not that worried about that if I was a Bulldogs supporter. No, and and, and Lions too. I th- Lions are sneaking under the radar because everyone's talking about dogs in Melbourne. Lions are right up there too. They're, they're a game, or two games behind Melbourne, but they, they are... They've won like five or six in a row. Seven, now. it is. Isn't it? Yeah, they look really, really good. They haven't done much wrong. And then from there on, topsy turvy. Geelong. Well, they haven't been convincing at all. Just got over the line, yeah. really, again. Like, didn't I think they're doing away. enough. I'm not too worried about them either. I think they'll be okay. But they weren't exciting against Collingwood. I mean, the scoreline in the end was probably flattering because Collingwood didn't get a goal in the first half. But Geelong. I mean, they put the Eagles away. How could they not have destroyed Collingwood? The, the, the game was. Appalling to watch too. It was a bad game. There's no doubt about that. That could be as much about Collingwood as Geelong. Which Geelong don't play exciting footy as a rule anyway. Occasionally yeah. they do, but but I think the top three. Well, they're definitely the premiership contenders. And then the, probably the next five after that, maybe they could get a sneaky run here and there and get back to better. I mean, Port. Yeah, they did what they had to against the Dockers. The Dockers were. Shooting the lights out for behinds. That's their problem. Yeah, that's a worry for them. <laughs> Seven behinds in a row. Like, oh my goodness. Although that, they, but that's one thing, but they were getting smashed. And I, I think full credit to Essendon too last week. That was brilliant by them to get over the top. Just outran the Eagles. My biggest loser isn't the Eagles. It's probably the simple fact that when you saw the Eagle, the Essendon take off, Eagles just didn't do anything. Whether it was the changes in the coaching or the out game plan or whatever it was, nothing changed. They yeah. just backed themselves from the coach's box and said, "We're going to override. We're going to come back again," and they never did. No, they were. Oh, it was uh, the the actual game style. The difference was a lot bigger than the margin even ended up being in that second yeah. half. And definitely. And, well, the Eagles. I'll give them an out again with the injuries. Allen going down early. Oh, I thought they went in too tall, but. With Allen going out, they actually needed Williams in the ruck. And Kelly's out for four mm. weeks minimum. So it's another one down. Yo was not fully fit. No. Ryan looks angry because I think he's not fit. You know, Hearn's coming back a bit. But I, I think the Eagles, the injuries are just catching up with them again. So it'll yeah. be an interesting couple of weeks on their front too. They're limping towards the bye, really. Pretty much. So, yeah, a lot of teams could really use it. 
Probably one. And another one, Carlton, another one for me, and I'll keep harping on about it, but Mark Murphy. Five touches, was it? He was the sub. I mean, well, that's, that's insulting more than anything. Because sometimes the sub doesn't even play. You know, like... Yeah, I, that's I just, interesting. I just think, you either play him. If you think he's good enough to be in your 22, he's got to start the game. Maybe it's a phasing out. Well, if he's limping to 300, when are they going to pull the trigger and say, mate, enough's enough? Jeez, what happens? What are they going to do? Play him as a sub in his 300th? He might not play, but it still counts. Oh, ridiculous. And <laughs> That's how a bad, bad thing about There that was room. one on the weekend, wasn't there? The first gamer didn't actually play again. I think it's the third time this year it's happened. The Irish guy. Coaches shouldn't do it to them to start with. but I reckon they need to just make an adjustment and say, look, we made a mistake. If you don't play, you don't get credited for a game. I think that's probably fair. Absolutely. So That's ridiculous. And, and I get it. From the club's perspective, they're not allowed to use the sub unless there's actually an injury that's going to be longer than a week. So In theory, but... We've seen them do it, but some of the clubs probably think, well, there's no point doing that because we might end up with a, you know, a, a question to say, why have you subbed him in? And I don't know. Well, you know who the biggest loser was on this topic? Charlie Sparrow for Melbourne. He was their sub. He came on with one minute left. Oh. Did you see that? I didn't notice Oh, that. my goodness. Talk <laughs> about a loser. Poor bloke. Yeah. It makes a mockery of the rule. You, you, Why you, would you even yeah. wait? They won by 28. <laughs> what was he going to make a difference? <laughs> well, uh, he probably was just saying, let me get on. I want to do something. But far out, poor guy. At least he got a minute. That's better, than, like I said, than three other players. What I if know he'd run out and done his knee in yeah. one minute? I mean, yeah. God. But anyway... So, so that, in a round where there were no losers that we haven't already been talking about in the past, I think he was, to me, the biggest loser. Something a bit different. Yeah. And, and the, I, I think all the other results, look, topsy-turvy. The Melbourne and the Eagles was probably the two different ones that everyone had. As we had the same tips last yeah, week anyway. that's right. I think most people Well, would. I got seven and you obviously got seven. And St Kilda, well, they're just not convincing. I mean, North Melbourne kicked the last four goals of that match, so... <laughs> they're getting better. They're, they're still a, a league below, but they are getting better. I think you'd have to agree. We'll see how they go. I don't know if they'll make the eight, that's for sure. I was talking about North. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the Saints aren't going to make the eight. No way. Not on current form. But they have got potential. We've seen their best footy, and it's pretty good. But no, I wouldn't expect so. So no, I think the round basically went the way... We saw it going. Oh, Brisbane, I didn't think, would win by that much against the Giants. That was super impressive. But everything else is pretty much how I thought. The Crows really stuck it to Richmond, but uh, at the end of the day, just couldn't quite get it done. Just couldn't keep with them. Yeah, basically. The pressure did go up, and it was quite impressive from the Tigers, I have to say. Once they got into gear, but then they lost their foothold again. And uh, Rewalt's mark, surely, I think, is now the, the uh, front runner for mark of the year. Would have to be, in my opinion. I still like Shires. Even though it's not actually nominated it yet. Was more, well, it, yeah. it, was the, it was the winner until Jack, I think. His was more conventional. I don't know how it will get voted, but I've never seen a mark like that from Rewalt. Running with the flight of the ball, but it's still a screamer. Well, he actually got more height from another player yeah. halfway through. I, did. Did. I don't even think his eyes were open at the end. Because he was probably thinking, I'm just going to get clobbered here. Probably. But good on him for doing it. And he had a great game. Good to get five. Kick five, three at the end there when we were on him. him. So, yeah, no, it was good. 
But uh, that was the round that was. And moving to the next round then. Just the six games. But it's not too bad of games. They're no, all pretty good to watch, I think. I think most of them could be close. Well, Melbourne Lions, as good as Melbourne were last week. I mean, this is at Giant Stadium too. Yes. Um, it was going to be in Darwin, so I don't know if that's an advantage for either team, or disadvantage for either team at Darwin, either. Oh, but Giant know. Stadium, I mean, if anything, I think this probably makes it more in favour of the Lions. It probably would. And, and I rate the Lions. So th- this is this is going to be a cracker game. I actually, I'm picking the Lions by 12 points, mm. two goals. No, well, I'm picking Melbourne by 12. Uh... Well, you can't. There's nothing you can say about Brisbane that's that's not impressive, and and the same goes for the Demons. Yeah, I, I think this is the flip of the coin yeah, one. So it'll honestly. be fascinating. I'm looking forward to that. But the Lions, I, yeah, I I still rate them highly. They've put away some decent teams this year. So is Melbourne. Um, I just think their momentum's too strong, and we'll see if Melbourne win this. Will they have to be outright premiership favourites then? Because they've knocked off everyone. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Everyone except the Crows, which won't be a problem. No, I don't think they're going to play them again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they'll survive on that one. But that's exactly right. Melbourne have lost one game by a point. Yeah, so it's not bad. It's not bad at all. No, no, they're flying. And so are Brisbane. I think Brisbane are probably in the mix for top four. And, yeah, they, top two is what they really need. We all know that. Interstate teams. I think they could regroup, though. If Say if they lost the first one played the second one, they could go back to Melbourne and still win. I, I, I still think they, they could make the grand could. final from third or fourth. Um, I don't think many of the other teams could do that. Well, like you said last week or the week before, Melbourne teams have an advantage in that regard because they still get a pathway potentially through Melbourne. I think the scary thing is if Richmond hit their straps and they finish like seventh or eighth, they could get four home games, in, four games in Melbourne. Well, they could. They could go the whole way easy there. It's that, a, that wouldn't bother them. Winning four in a row probably isn't an issue if any particular team, including Richmond, happen to be in the right form and the right personnel at the right time, which is I, what it's all I'm about and it has that, been. Yeah, the Melbourne teams, if they finish seventh or eighth, they could have a real crack still. That What Melbourne and Bulldogs need is for Port, Sydney or Eagles to finish fifth or sixth, and that that slows Richmond down. That's what I'm saying there. I I think they might they might win the first game, but they're going to be more exhausted because they had the travel aspect in there still. Yeah, no, that changes things. But it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Anyway, we we said way. for the last couple of weeks this is sort of the eight set. Besides Richmond and GWS sort of swapped over last weekend. And now Essendon have thrown their hat in the ring, of course. Yeah, GWS Essendon, Frio, St Kilda, they're all one game away. Carlton, Gold Coast, Adelaide. Well, it gets slim pickings up. Yeah, I don't think pretty. you're going any further down than. Maybe free over, probably not. So, a cracker Friday night. Yes. Good. St Kilda, Sydney at the SCG. So, they swapped the fixture. So, Sydney will have to play in Melbourne later in the year. Is that right? I've got this down as a Sydney home game. Yeah, I think they swapped it around. But it would still still have been a St Kilda home game, I would have thought. No, no, because then St Kilda play Sydney and it's St Kilda home game in Melbourne later in the year. I thought that, yeah. Okay. I think, I'm pretty sure that's what happened with it. Right, anyway. I don't see why they would have swapped it in that case, but that's irrelevant. It's Sydney versus the Saints at the SCG. I'd expect Sydney to win. Oh, I expect Sydney to win comfortably. Yeah, I don't think they're flying. I've got them. I've got them. I've got them by forty. 40. I, don't, I don't think Saints are that strong. Sydney are. Sydney's still all right. I don't. I'm not discounting them. Throwing them out yet. They lost by the Dockers in a close one. 
but they flexed a bit of muscle last week against Carlton. Carlton sort of challenged them a little bit, but then they just ran over the top of them. They're still getting big score, 100 points last week. Yeah, so yeah it's good. I could see them getting 100 points this week and Saints getting around that 60, 70 mark. So 40 points for Sydney yeah, for me. Yeah, I expect Sydney to win, but by 20 points, I think... I'm not rating them that highly. They're, they're just sort of going at the moment. The Saints, well, you know, they're not, they're not playing great footy at all, but to me, they've still got the potential to improve. And then the death slot appropriate for this game, Adelaide versus Collingwood. Don't touch the ball if it goes into the crowd. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> It's well, an interesting game, but you'd think the Crows, like most, well, every team really, but especially in the state, they, they grow a leg in Adelaide. We saw what they did to Melbourne, one point win, but very impressive. And I think the Crows overall this season have been impressive. We said they've knocked off Geelong, mm. Melbourne. They'll knock off Collingwood. They'll beat Collingwood, I'm pretty confident of that, but only by 10 points, I think. Yeah, okay. I don't I'd... think, I don't know, Collingwood just can stink a game up and... and Stall the flow, which how that affects the way the Crows like to play with their youthful, youth, youthful exuberance will be interesting. Collingwood's biggest issue is that they haven't kicked over 60 points in about four weeks. And the last time they did that was North Melbourne, where they got 90. Yeah. So that if it's only going to be 10 points, that means Adelaide are going to get 70. I think Adelaide will shoot them over by about 31 on picking here. Yeah, 31? For a weird number. But I think... Why not? I think Adelaide will get the 100. They, they, the good thing about Adelaide is they score. They, yeah, they do, do score. So, um, And then we're going to the dream time at the O. Well, it's just a fascinating game. If you, it, There's so much about it with the spectacle, which is going to be fantastic. Everything about it, can't wait for. Sellout. A sellout, yes, which is and, just crazy. And not just because of the occasion it's because the, the cheaper tickets like do it every time you want to get more people to a Dockers or an Eagles game you want to get sellouts you still sell, need interest sell the cheaper tickets you still need interest I think but if the, this was Gold Coast versus the Giants and they were giving them away for 20 bucks each you wouldn't get close to selling it out oh no I agree with that entirely but I think like Eagles Essendon if you had had $20 tickets like they had for this game you would have sold a lot more tickets still well, you could least, have sold another couple of thousand at least. They could do late release cheapies like the Wildcats do, that kind of thing. But I'm, I'm not putting a damper on it. I'm just saying that you give you give the crowd what they want, they're going to turn up. So it's phenomenal that Optus are actually lucky, and Perth's actually lucky enough to host it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, great. and it, we're not talking about interstate people flying in to watch this. Victorians aren't allowed to do this. No. This is West Australians that yeah. have come out in droves here. Yeah. Good on you, WA. Really, really great game. Really perfect for Indigenous round... Part two. Yeah, and so I, this I is Doug it. Nichols' round this week. It is, is it? Yeah, so last week was still Indigenous round, though, because they still wore the jerseys and that, so the jerseys, and this yeah. week they're doing it again. So it's good. It is great. Because Absolutely. it's supposed to be, I think, the other team gets to wear the, their uniform. Like, some some games had both wearing them. Well, Melbourne weren't allowed to, because yeah. apparently there was a clash. Which no, may be true, but... I didn't that. see that. Plan that in advance. Yeah. But anyway. So, Essen and Richmond. Who yeah, are we going well, with? Tough. I... This is a bit of a flip of a coin. I'm still leaning to Richmond. I'm not going to have um, Cochin. He, yeah, he's not likely to be there. I'd say he won't play. Mancurvis, you're saying... He's out. He's out. Yeah. I still think Richmond have a bit more class. I'm picking them by a goal. I hope it's that close. Oh, it could be. could be. I really do. Well, that'll be a thriller. 
Yeah, I, I think that the couple of big outs, definitely. Uh, Cochin's a huge out. The difference he makes in the middle for Richmond, you can't, you can almost not um, overstate that. I believe Edwards is close to a return. I'm not sure whether he'll play or not. But then you've got you've got a, an extra week into Prestia, which was important. Common Jones looked good up forward. Chole is a suitable replacement for Nankervis. Essendon are a real momentum team. I think they don't look anywhere near as good when momentum's not going their way, but they look nearly unstoppable when it is. And Jake Stringer played a, a very solid game, and he's an impact player. Tipper's a bit of their barometer, isn't he? Yeah, he is, and he'll he have a role up. to play. He gets up, it lifts the whole team. Not only the crowd, the whole team. He was electrifying some moments on the weekend. Oh, he and was. his kicking skills are phenomenal. So, are you picking Richmond? Yes, I'll pick Richmond by 12 points, but... I don't know, Essendon, I'm still not quite sold. And I think it's another one of those games. The Eagles have been purely condemned about their performance and Essendon have been totally lauded for theirs, but it was a three-goal margin. So if you want to kick the Eagles that much and praise Essendon that much, that three-goal margin just doesn't quite equate to the difference in the way we're, we're viewing the team. So were the Eagles that bad or were the Bombers that good or neither or both? I, I actually think it was an arm wrestle. Watching it, it was an arm wrestle. The Eagles were still there to the last three minutes. Oh. Everyone was still there watching. That might I, be true, but the rubber band had burst, I thought. But Essendon were in control from halfway through the third quarter onwards. They yeah. just weren't really capitalising. And there were some the moments they didn't go the Eagles' way. Liam Ryan cracked the shits pretty much and yeah, things yeah. like that. But They were. That's I, I think it's more around... It, honestly, I think if Allen and Kelly hadn't have gone down, I think the Eagles probably would have won that game. That's how different that was. Yeah. And they went down early, they ran out of puff. That's how I'm reading So it. then then you're saying Essendon's win wasn't as impressive because two of the Eagles' star players weren't there. And you would factor in that if any given team played a game out without their two of their best players being injured, Essendon may not win it. But all of these things change on a match-to-match basis because, you know, the bounce so, of the ball. So we'll see how they go. I still think Essendon are impressive this year. They're a lot more impressive than what a lot of people have given them credit for, so... Good luck to them. They've got a strong midfield too. Carlton Eagles at the SCG. <sighs> I'm, 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 as an Eagles fan, I, I don't know if I'll get much enjoyment out of this because I'm actually picking Carlton. I'm going to pick Carlton by 10 points. Eagles away form's been terrible. It's definitely a trend. It's definitely occurring all the time. They need to address it. And now with another two players down, I, I just don't think they've got the reserves to replace them like they have been. So I, I actually think it's catching up with them and they're limping to the bye and if they can get through it with a win, good luck to them, but I'm picking Carlton and I don't have any confidence in that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can never back them with confidence, but I totally agree. Yeah. I think the, the Eagles are so far off where their best potential is and they do have a lot of injuries. You pretty much can't tip them to win away, almost. So even though Carlton... Uh, not setting the world on fire. I think they've been near enough in, in just about all of their games. And I expect that, crazily enough, they should be too good for the Eagles, considering that it's not in Perth. And I'll say by six points Yeah. after that spew, I've got them only winning by a goal. And Dockers Bulldogs. Well, we know the Dockers turn it up a bit better than what they do at home as well, but good luck beating the Bulldogs. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I think the dogs by 24 here. I think that would be pretty relaxed getting through it. Um, 
I think it's going to be that sort of margin all game. It's just sort of going to creep around that, and eventually they'll win by four goals. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I could see the game playing out that way. I think they'll enjoy the wide spaces. Oh, yeah. Dogs, yeah. The, the Dockers, yeah, they do play differently at home. Have they lost a home game yet beside the Derby? I'm not sure they have. Can't think of any yeah. off the top of my head either. But, but anyway, yeah. no, I think... Oh, jeez. If they win this, then it will be very impressive, even at home. I think the Dogs should definitely be too good. I've got them winning by 30 points. Dogs by 30, yeah. I think I think we're right in saying that the top eight's pretty well set. Essendon may be a sneaky chance, but you, you go after that, as I was saying before, Giants, Dockers, Saints, Carlton, and their percentage is really poor. Like 93.3 is the highest, or Carlton 93.9. Yeah. You're, you're not going to make... The last team to make finals with a percentage under 100 was at Essendon, I think. Oh, I've no idea. It was That's a long a, time be an ago. That's interesting statistic. I think it was Essendon. And, um, and it wasn't. Maybe it was Carlton. They jumped on in over Essendon that year when they got knocked out or oh. whatever it was. But oh. it, was, yeah. it was pretty ordinary. If You, you can't make finals un, with 100% or lower. I wouldn't have thought. Well, you it probably demonstrates you're not really good enough to have an impact in them. No, that's right. That's right. Well, there you go. So that's our round. That is our round. So the certainties last week. I had Bont and Petrarca in a shootout. Well, that didn't go to plan at all. I think <laughs> Petrarca might have got a goal and that was about it. Bont did have a good game, though. I'll give him credit to yeah, it. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. Oliver was really one of the destroyers for Melbourne. Not so much Petrarca. And yours were two games this week. Last minute, obvious errors. Yes, that didn't happen. Uh, no. The closest margin was 10 points and it certainly wasn't resulting it wasn't a free from an umpire's decision. No, no, not at all. So no, another times two. That's all right. We need to probably take it a bit easier on our certainties. Not what we want to see so much, you know. <laughs> well, at least pick one of something, Let, not two. Get one, you're right, yeah. And then we get on to the favourite segment. Yes, this is what we love. Have you looked? I actually have not looked, and I don't know who won, but... I'm the stat man! Alrighty, I haven't looked. I'm in suspense. I didn't watch any of the Carlton games, so I couldn't possibly know how many running bounces they took. Team with the most bounces. So I had Richmond last week, who had... I don't think they had many. Six I've got down here, but I'll just double check it. Six. And then Carlton, against Adelaide, who had none, by the way. Not one running Not one bounce. bounce. That's remarkable. Yeah. They don't have them that often. Carlton had seven. I'll take that. I think your man Saad might have had three on his own. Oh, I'd expect him to have had at least that many. So Chris is on a winning streak. I am thrilled to bits. Two. Two, two. Oh, hang on. What's that? Oh no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong game. I'm looking at Collingwood Geelong. Zero bounces to two, but who cares? So Statman this week. Are we going to do it with the buy rounds or we'll give it a break? Oh, why not? There are still six games. What, what do you want it to Even be? Even if there was only one game, we, that's all we need. So we'll go team. Sure, team. With uh, the lowest score. The lowest scoring team. I yeah. don't think we've done that one, have we? Uh, let's go lowest scoring team. That suits me fine. Mugs away to me. Go on. <laughs> Jesus, one that stands out. I'm picking Collingwood. Yep. I'm going the obvious. That's, yeah, that's so Sorry. obvious. You've had enough of losing and yeah, that's not. I'm pinching this one. Well, I've actually looked at it then and went, I've got to go a team that's going to lose to start with. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> that's important. 
Oh, there is a second obvious one, I think, though. Jeez, I'm not sure about that. St Kilda's probably the other yeah. team I can bank on to lose. Whether they score less than Collingwood, I'm not sure, but I'll take it. Take the Saints. I should have gone with Adelaide, and at least that way, if they cause an upset, I'm there. <laughs> no, well, good. That'll be good. Oh, I think that'll work out. It's a bit rough one when you say the lowest one. We probably have done the lowest scoring team before. Well, we probably have, but it's a winner, so we can well, North it. Melbourne and Hawthorne, they get a break this week. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now... We won't miss them. For, have we got time? We'll Ooh. go into it quickly. Let's do a quick one. Future Hall of Famers. From the current playing lists. Yes. It is interesting, isn't it? And and it's not the, you know, the... Oh, who? The... the um, Who's the guy from the Gold Coast that's out for the year? You know, that you know he's going to be a star? Oh, Rao. Rao. You know, it's not those sort of players. We're thinking ones that... Have, I'm thinking ones that have been around long enough that you know when their time's up, they've done enough now to, prob- to probably almost get there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not, not specking rookies that look quite good. That's right, Young yeah. boys that look good. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Although Rao most likely will if he ever gets a run. I think he could get there, yeah. <laughs> but if he keeps playing three games and then one game in that sort of order, but... Well, start off straight off the bat with Adelaide. Adelaide. Alphabetical. So Hall of Fame is in that list. There's one that stands out to me as a high potential, and that would be Tex Walker. Yeah, I've got him in. I think, I think, yeah, I think he's done enough. Yeah, I think so. And some of their other players like Rory Sloan, Rory Laird... Lovable sort of guys and great players, but whether they're it's a Hall of Fame thing to be a pretty good midfielder in your generation, I'm not sure. But Tex Walker, I think for sure, he's got the the um, enigmatic personality and all the rest of it to go with. So I think he's the one that stands out for me. He's kicked 470 goals. I think if you kick 500 goals, you're an automatic selection for Hall of Fame. Is that right? I, I think that's, I think that's pretty good. He became Adelaide's all-time leading goal kicker, did he not recently? He would be. Yeah. For that many, surely. Modra would be the only one that would get close, but he didn't... Didn't play as long. Four kicked goals. 100 a couple of times in a season, I think. Yeah. So. But, yeah. but I, I, actually, I actually think Rory Sloan could get there, to be honest. You think Sloan goes in? I think I'd put him in. I, some of the other people they've put in, I think he's probably better players than some of the other ones yeah. that have gone in recent times. So I think Sloan... Good couple of years there. He was probably in the top five players in the league. He did do that for a couple of years. Yeah. And just, you don't notice him as much now, but he is still the heart and soul there. Oh, he is? Yeah. You're you're right about that. If he played for Collingwood, he would go down definitely, you'd say, Hall of Fame because of the attention. But I think the interstate clubs probably don't get that. A bit like we'll get on to one of the other players later. Yeah, I don't know. But I'd put Sloan in. Oh, well, I think he's done enough. Yeah, I don't think he'll make it, but uh, he may win a Brownlow yet. I don't pretty know unlikely. if he'll win one. Pretty then. unlikely. <laughs> I think he might have missed the boat there. Perhaps. So then Brisbane. Brisbane, yeah, well, that's interesting. I think, uh, well, you would assume if Lockie Neal carries on at his trajectory, he'll be a Hall of Famer. I think he should be, yeah. yeah. He, would Absolutely. Be, he would be one. I'd put him in for sure. I think Dane Zorko could be a Hall of Famer. He could sneak in. He's actually turned the attitude off this year, which is a good thing. Oh, he was a long way back in that respect, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, but this year I think he's done well mm. with it. You yeah. haven't noticed it. So good on him for that. Oh, Grant Birchall will be a Hall of Famer. He'll be a Hall of and Famer. And he's a Brisbane list that, no, player that's true. now. Yeah, so, he is. so he's another. Because is he a four-time Premiership player? He, did he got the 08 He one. was four, yeah. Yeah. He was one of the, were there five of them, I think? Yeah, it could be. So, but, and he but he'd one. be... 
He'd be 300 games almost, if not already. So I think he'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, he'll go in. I agree with that. Yeah. And Harris Andrews is the other one that I think will get there. Yeah, he's only 100 games in or something. If he hurts himself and retires early, I don't know if he'll oh, make it. if he does that. But that's what I mean. Those sort of players, oh, he's probably... He's done enough, surely, mate. Yeah. He's been All-Australian two or three times. I think he could get there. I'll I don't mind it if he's in there. Carlton, Cripps, definite. Oh, I think he's Hall of Fame probable. for sure. Is he a two-time AFL MVP? He's definitely won it once, at yeah. least. Yeah, I think he'll go in. I think he will. He's had a bit of a turbulent season this year, but... Oh, but I think the certainly. last couple of years he's been crook. And it's Carlton's own fault, because they don't give him any support every yeah. time they go and pay big money and for he did a, a half-back flanker. Had a, a break in his back. Yeah. yeah so. Jeez, they need a strong midfield group around him. He's such a good player. He, he was the best player in the league for a good team. He years. was, yeah. He definitely was. That's true. And, and Eddie Betts is going to get in there. I'd put him in. Oh, Eddie Betts goes in. No yeah. question he goes in. So there's two from Carlton I could think of. Yeah, Eddie Betts is an absolute definite. I wouldn't put... There are other ones out there, Carlton. Mark Murphy I probably wouldn't put no, in. I don't I mean, think he's making the Hall of Fame. You wouldn't say so. And there are obviously other young up-and-comers that could, but that's not what we're looking at now. So... Collingwood, one definite. Yeah, Pendlebury yeah. is a certainty. But is he the... I think he's the most games played by a Collingwood player. I think he is. I think you might be right on that. He's definitely the most games at played at the MCG. Yeah. He's, still got a, he's still got another two or three years left in him. He could, whether he's done enough in terms of personal accolades... He could almost be a Hall of Fame legend. Ooh, I don't know. But he's uh, he hasn't sort of... He'll be Collingwood's Hall of Fame legend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no <laughs> doubt about that. Yeah, he's one of their absolute best handful of players of all time. Full credit to him, too, because he is such a smooth operator. But honestly, he looks like he's 25. He doesn't get injured very often. Like... No, not often. I think he's injured at the moment. He's got a... Uh, not, not, a not missed games, but he's got a... But he'd only be 31, 32, maybe. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm exactly. sure he'd have another couple of years. Essendon, bit of a tough one. Well, hang on, is that all for Collingwood? I think so. Side bottom, maybe. Oh, what about Grundy? Uh, don't know. Because I think he might finish his career somewhere else. Well, <laughs> well, we'll have to cross him out and put him on the other. Darcy places. Moore, maybe, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Again, no, he's got he's got a lot to show you. Yeah. I think Grundy's probably done enough to make it. I'm going to put him in my list. But yeah, Essendon. Essendon could be slim pickings here. I think Heppel could get there. Yeah, I don't know if he's sort of been... Uh... They do like it if you win awards. He won the Rising Star, I think. He did win that. I, think Daniel, won a I don't think Daniel Pearce is going to get a call up to the Hall of Fame. No, no but I think one. he's won a couple of best and fairest for his club. Yeah. He probably yeah. ticks a lot of the boxes. Captain. He's similar to Rory Sloan in terms yeah. of he used to be a genuine star and he's sort of gone back a degree to play a slightly different style of footy, but he's still a good player. Yeah, I couldn't pick too many others for Essendon at the moment. They'll get there. Zach Merrick, Parrish, they could get there. Could get there. Um, McDonald, Tip and Woody is another who could get there, not just because of the way that he plays, but because of his uh, the whole person within, you know what I yeah. mean, if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. He brings a lot more to the game than just his pure statistics. Absolutely. Like Cyril Riola should, should yeah. be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, oh, his statistics there's no doubt he surely will be. probably aren't that great if you look at them on paper. But what he did in games was phenomenal. I think that's what you're getting at with Tipper a bit. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I wouldn't be too disappointed at that. See, Frio, Fife, definite Hall oh, of Fame. Yeah, certainly a Hall of Famer. 
And Mundy's the other one. Well, yeah, if Mundy was playing for a Victorian club, he would be considered a phenomenal player. I think he is, really. He's getting recognition for, for what he's doing. 35 years old. Oh, he's older than that. Is he? 36, I reckon. I remember thinking he's almost as old as me. He's still the second best player on that list right now. Pretty Besides well, five. Walters has sort of taken a bit of a back step, hasn't he? Yeah, but Mundy, Mundy's a superstar. He could go again. I'd, yeah, and, and the other one, Tex Walker, I think, is out of contract at the end of the year. You'd give him another year, too. I think no, Mundy's I think, the same. I'd yeah. give Mundy another year, too, as well. Yeah, well, there's no reason to use the age as, a, as a, an example of why you'd get rid of him, because he's still playing great footy. And it's what they bring to the club as well. Like, Mundy's just probably the perfect club man. Yeah. Never going to get in trouble. That's yeah, Always supportive. Understated, doing his thing. Yeah, doesn't talk up in the media. Probably no one asks him questions or anything. Just... Understated, like you said. No one wants to talk to him. He's not interested. Phenomenal player. Phenomenal player. So he should make it. And Walters, I'm not so sure about. But at his peak, he could. But yeah, I'm not sure. So who have we got after that? Geelong. Geelong. Danger's in. Dangerfield, yeah. Joel Selwood. Joel Selwood. A lot of people don't like him. He's 300 games. I think he won the rising star. Nearly won a Brownlow, Gary Ablett took the votes for him just at the last minute when he was at the Gold Coast yeah. I remember that but phenomenal reputation phenomenal captain mm. oh there's no doubt about all superstar that superstar of the game and Tom Hawkins will probably get there too I think Hawkins will as well yeah, yeah. but beyond that I think now they've got a probably got a list of good c- contributors but how many more can are we looking at as potential Hall of Fame I'm not sure there are too many others really there are others that could but none that you'd have in that conversation right away, I don't Jeremy think. Cameron could get 500 goals, I think. That's oh, he be probably cool. will. 500 goals, I think, gets you all the fame. Yeah, he'll get to that. So he goes in too, by default of that. Gold Coast? Hmm. I can't pick any. Took Miller maybe later. I won't give it to him now. No, Took Miller's 25. Yeah, young man. <laughs> but he's there. he's there... Um, Elder Statesman sort of thing in the midfield. Yeah, as well. I can't pick any, unfortunately. No, for them. sorry, Gold Coast. At G- this stage. GWS. Yeah, I would say Toby Green Yeah, would be one that goes in. They've got plenty that could, but are they, you know... I think Callum Ward could go, possibly. Uh, he could be one. I think what he done for that club's pretty pretty extraordinary. He was there, that, he was there when they started and getting belted around. That's right, yeah. He was still playing really good footy then, too. He was, he, yeah. he, he was an okay player at the Dogs, a young okay player. I think the Dogs disappointed to lose him because they, they knew he had potential. They, they but definitely when were. he met Jerry and they were getting beaten up, he was a 21, 22-year-old, still saying, come boys, ride with me, i got this. And good on him. Hawks. Oh, hang on. Oh, more from GWS. I think Shane Mumford could make it. <sighs> I don't know. The mummy. I'm not sure about that one. I'm putting him in my list. <laughs> he goes in. Now, the Hawks. Sean Burgoyne. Burgoyne, for sure. Hall of Fame and potentially Hall of Fame legend, I think. How many premierships has he won? Four? He won one, one, one with Port. Port and three with Hawks. Uh, yeah, be, I reckon that. that would be right. Yeah. yeah, I think he'll be a Hall of Fame legend. And 350-odd games. Nah, 397 this week, Oh, he's I going think. to 400. Or something yeah, like that. Probably. Yeah, he'll get to 400. Yeah. I Superstar. think, what Superstar. about Alistair Clarkson when it's all said and done? Hall Le- of Fame legend? Legend, for sure. It would have to be, wouldn't he? I think so. So they've got two potential legends. One certainty, I would think. Um, Anyone else on that list at the moment? Not at the moment, no. Tom Mitchell? 
he possibly sort of could get there. Work, doesn't he? I think he could get there. Um, he won a Brownlow. Can't did discount that. Oh, no, no way. But Shane anyway, Woden's not going in the Hall of Fame. He was the best player that year. Oh, by, by a long, long way. Yeah. It's funny how a lot of Brownlow medals recently have had a standout player. Yeah. Dangerfield was. Fife did it once. Martin. Martin was in his year that he won it. And Mitchell... Then it was uh, Mikey Neal last year. Was I think Bond's the one this year. He seems to be. He still played an awesome game on Friday. I don't know if we get too many votes for that. But but he still played awesome. He yeah. stands out. He yeah. does stand out. That's so I, I think probably all the rest of the Hawks, wait and see. Yeah, wait and see. Melbourne, Gorn, I think. Gorn is. Gorn for sure. Petrarca will be. He will be. He's probably played long enough that you could consider him. Yeah, no, I've be. got those two down. Possibly Oliver. Um, he, he's been a good player, Oliver. If he keeps going a couple more years as he's running the last couple, I think he'll get there. Yeah, I agree. But I think Gorn and Petrarca for now are yeah, the, the sure things, definitely. Yeah. I can't think of too many others for Melbourne. Lever, May. I mean, they're having good years the last couple of years, but not... They'll, they could both be All-Australians uh, all centre-half back. They could. They year. could do it this year, which would yeah. be something, wouldn't it? But I don't think they're probably Hall of Famers still. Not yet. North Melbourne's... Bit tough. Goldstein's the only one that comes to mind. I just don't think he'll make the Hall of Fame. He was a premier ruckman for a good couple of years. He was. He definitely was. The problem is they peak too early and then they trail off. Because that was probably 10 years ago. He's still pretty good. (laughs) He's still pretty good. You don't look at him and say there's a Hall of Famer. But yeah, he's been a real stalwart for them. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't think there is one there. No, Unfortunately, it's the only one I could think of. Jack Zebel, no, not really. No. So they're, they're missing out. Port Adelaide? Port, you think Travis Boke straight away? Robbie Gray? They're my two. Yep. I don't think Dixon would get there. No, I don't think he would get there. Wasted too many years in the Gold Coast. Kick their first ever goal. Yeah. I was there for that. I uh, can't think of any of the others on the Port list. There could be others that could make it going forward, but not yet. Ollie Wines could get yeah, there. He's the one I'm really thinking of in that. Uh, it's funny, there's a lot of midfielders in this Hall of Fame, isn't there? Because they, they stand out, they play dominant footy, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But but that, those three, I think Ollie Wines would get there. He'd get there in time. Ollie Wines is second favourite for the Brownlow this year. He's moment. had a great year. Is he really? Yeah. Jeez. He's had a great year. Behind Bond, is Bond the favourite now? Yeah, I'd say so. I can't remember. But I'm, I just remember seeing Ollie Wine's second favourite. So. Well, he's a bit of a shooting star then, because I don't think he was in anyone's calculations at the start of the season. But he might have been about 80 or 100 to 1 at the start of the year. It's good. Yeah, but it's 600 people to choose from. Well, <laughs> it's pretty hard to pick there, it at the start of the year. Are there 600 to choose from? Well, ha- there could be 100 if he's 100 to 1. Did anyone have money on Xavier O'Neill for the Brownlow? He's one of the 600. Although I might get a game. Richmond. Yeah, well, I mean, this is one that's probably a little bit easier to talk about with recency bias because you've got a lot of triple premiership players running around as it is. I don't know if you get in just because you're a triple premiership no, player. No, no, you don't. Yeah, I mean, is yeah. anyone thinking Jason Castagna's going to make the Hall that's of Fame? Right, that's probably right. Probably not. But Martin will. He'll be a Hall of Fame legend. Yeah, Martin, definite. There's no problems with that. Cochin, definite. Cochin will. And I think Rewald as well. I think they're three definites. Martin, Cochin, Rewald. Dasher yeah. Hawley will. Yeah. I don't mind that one. Lynch, I don't know if he'd get oh, there. I'm not sure at the moment. No, he'd have to do more yet. Yeah. I think there are others that... Do you think someone like... Maybe not. Dylan Grimes had a couple of sensational seasons. It might not be enough for Hall of Fame... 
Yeah, I think you have to be pretty consistent as a defender over like a five, six-year period, don't you? Yeah, it has to be a long time. Yeah. I agree. Well, every player really is the same. Now, how about Hardwick? Certainly Hall of Fame when it's all done. I think he'd be Hall of Fame. I wouldn't put him in the legend category yet. So what do you have to do to be a coach that's a Hall of Fame legend? He won two premierships as a player. Is he in the Hall of Fame now? He can't be. Cause he's, I don't know coach. that he would have made it as a player. Yeah. I think he'd be in the Hall of Fame. So if he Clarkson. wins one more flag, does that put him on the level of Clarkson, or they're still separated? Uh, I don't know, because Clarkson did it over a prolonged period. So he took the 08, they reckon he pinched it, but they, they set that team up four they years earlier, yeah. and they won it, and won it well, against the best team we've just about ever seen in Geelong. So I, I don't discount that premiership, and then oh, they came back a couple of years later and won three in a row then. Well, Hardwick's only had recent success. He had a long, what, five, six years of mediocre team success, you know, so... Oh, for sure. Well, which is, yeah, I mean, who knows? In two years' time, the Hawks might have had another two years on the bottom of the ladder. There's a lot, but there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. There's no I've, question that Clarkson makes it as a legend. If Clarkson had a retired now, that doesn't discredit... No, like, or goes for another two years. I don't think it discredits no, what he's, he's done, done enough now. Yeah. Nothing will change that. That that's an interesting conversation. But I think I certainly agree that he'll he'll make it in. I think he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Deserves to be. But we'll see. I don't know about the legend side of it. I do have Clarkson as a legend. Coaches are pretty hard to get as a legend. Well, there have been a few. St Kilda. But only a couple. Oh, of we really finished with points. Richmond. I can't pick any others there. Ah, uh, yeah. Where are we? Oh, St Kilda. You think that? I've got Paddy Ryder down for Saints. Mm, I think what he did at Port Saints and Essendon. He missed a year at 42, don't you? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's one of those. Uh, No, I I wouldn't have him in. And I guess I wouldn't probably have any of their other players in either. No, not at this stage I wouldn't, no. So I can't think of one. Sydney, or Buddy's in. Oh, yeah, he's a legend. Josh Kennedy's in. He'll make the Hall of Fame. Josh Kennedy. Probably not as a legend, but he'll make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, sorry. Yeah. Luke Parker. Parker could get there. I reckon he would make it. I think Isaac Heaney can do enough to make it, but maybe he's too early into the discussion. Dane Rampey could be yeah, an outside no, chance. Yeah, no, he was one I was also thinking of. I'd have him in there. That's probably about it. Pretty consistent over the journey. Yeah. But Buddy, definitely. Yeah, well, he's a, he, he'll be a Hall of Fame legend, obviously. One of the absolute he's greatest players of all time. goals, so... Whether he gets it this year or not will be an interesting talk. Oh, I think the way he's going, he could go another couple of years still. Oh, he'll get it, but whether it's this year... Yeah, yeah. Not that it matters. The Eagles, Kennedy will get in. Yeah, he'll get in too. I think Shannon Hearn would get there. He's going to end up playing 300 games. Yeah. Premiership captain. Kennedy and Hearn, I'd be happy with that. I've got an asterisk next to Nick Nat. Why would he not make it? I just... I don't think people give him the credit for his consistency. Um, but what he's done in the ruck to revolutionise it, I think he should get there. Yeah. Almost like the tipper aura type. But the one thing that shocks me with Nick Nat, you think he's having a poor game when you look at his statistics. Champion data, the, the rankings that they do... He was the best player on that game on the weekend. He had 160 ranking points. And that's 
Like, if you have 100 ranking points, you have a good game. Yeah. He had 160. He was the best player both so teams. So that's a big game. That, that's how much impact he has in a positive yeah. manner for his team on the game. That's how they rank it. So yeah, it I, I think Nick Nat could get in. Yeah. I think he'll make it. And also because he was the multicultural ambassador, which, again, is like bigger than the game in a lot of ways. Yeah, what he's done he's a star player. more for the outside the game yeah. as well. Yeah. So for that reason, I think he'll go in. I think you've got others... You know, players like... Uh, or Jeremy McGovern's another one that I think will probably make it. In yeah, time. I haven't got him at this stage. I don't know if he could do much more to, to make his case. He's as good now as he'll ever... He'll never be better than he has been, put it that way. Darling could get there, you know. Uh, He'd get 500 goals. Well, if you look at his stats compared to, say, a roughhead who is a Hall of Famer, but he's got four premierships too. Yes. Well, Darling's got and a premiership... Middle. And he's going to end up... I think he's pretty close to the same stats as what Roughhead has now. Really? So, Darling, I think, has played 250 games or something ridiculous. Been He'll get to 300 games no, and yeah. 500 goals. He I mean, that, seen that, that seems to get you there. That, that would get you there, I think. Well, if that's true, he'll make it. But I, I think Kennedy Hearn, Nick Nat, yeah. I, I think, think they're... Goes in, I think... Shuey, I don't know, but he's a medalist and he's had a good career, but I don't know if I see it yet. The dogs. This is an interesting one. Go forever, potentially. The dogs. Well, you'd think obviously the Bond will. Bond's getting in. By the time he's done, he could be a Hall of Fame legend as well if he if his current form endures. Who who else though out of the dogs? Well, even though they've got a lot of stars now, you you wouldn't put your house on Bailey Smith, Jack McRae. Runs around and gets 40 every week, but no one walks away going, whoa, did you see McRae's game? It's a bit, a bit like Gaff. They're the true women. Yeah, similar you know, to that, even yeah. though he's a great player and he accumulates. Langdon does the same for Melbourne now. You know, that, that's how the wing is supposed to be, though, isn't it? That's their role. He does it in a seriously prolific way. Yeah. But it's not necessarily something that you stand out and say, that's a Hall of Fame way to go about it. Libba? Oh, jeez, I don't know if I'd say that yet. No, nah, I don't know. Like, Maybe they've only got one for all their star power. Yeah. Norton... They could get there. Oh, he will, I reckon he will get there. But maybe he's in that bracket of being too early. He's 23 or something. Like, he's got a long way oh, to he's go. he's a star. Yeah. If you want... He's a star in the game doesn't mean you're a Hall of Fame. No, but, but yeah, but he's definitely there. But watchability for a key forward. He's just about as high as anyone. The way that he plays. It's unbelievable. So, Bont's the lock. He's a lock for sure. And I can't pick anyone else. Oh. Yeah, it's, that's surprising, actually. It is. <laughs> Eastern Wood, maybe. Oh. oh. Premiership captain. All Australian a couple of times. Maybe. <laughs> They've given, it, that ever given it to lesser players. Oh, they have, but... Well, I've, I've just got to settle on Bob. That's all yeah, I've that's all I've got. <laughs> and then uh, Razor Ray Chamberlain. You'd put him in. Oh, I love him. Uh, I think there's a lot more umpires that have had a lot more games experience. And some of the umpires... One of the umpires has umpired like four grand finals. I think he'll get in. I can't remember his Dean name. It could have been. Could be. I just think Razor Ray's hilarious. That's you don't get him for being hilarious, obviously. But. So I wrote down my legends at the end. I got Buddy, Martin, Fife. Danger could get there. Danger wins another Brownlow. He'd be a legend, I reckon. He could be one. They don't give it away easily, though. Look at all the players that still aren't legends. And Clarkson. But they're, they're, we're talking like 20, 30 years time after they're probably 30. 40 years' time. There are that many that are waiting. Dunstall's still waiting for his. Is he going to get it this week? 
Oh, is it this week? Is it this week? Well, next week, I can't remember. But surely he'll get it. He'll get it. I don't surely know if he'll get it straight it. away. There's a, there were a I don't few even think Gary Abbott Senior's no, a legend yet. I think that's off-field stuff. Wayne Carey's the same. If you separate the off-field with the on-field, there's no doubt that they were both legends of the game. Well, it's a criteria. You've still got to be an uphold, upholding citizen after you finish the game. Well, then Carey will never be one. Well, there might be a time restraint on it. I don't know. Wouldn't be my preference. I'll put it out there. So in twenty years, I think time, he's been a fantastic player, but I think I think you still have to recognise that you have to be a good person. No, I too. agree. I yeah. agree with that. And Gary Ablett just took a lot of drugs and took drugs with someone that wasn't that good at taking drugs. He never killed anyone officially. No, um, but, but Clarkson, I think, is definitely a legend. Clarkson, oh, there's no doubt about it. I think Hardwick will be eventually as well. I mean, he's got five collective premierships as player and coach. Mm. But Clarkson, no doubt about it. I think, I, Danger, I don't know why, I just don't know that I see it for him. Certainly Hall of Fame. Burgoyne, I've got down. You didn't have Burgoyne, did you? Not as a legend, no. I think he will be. Buddy, definitely. Dusty will be. And that's probably it for now. But, of course, things change. There'll be more in this batch of players that get there in time. But there you go. I think we've probably gone close. I think the good thing about our game, looking at that, is the way we recognise Martin, Danger, Fife, Buddy those players now, it's still exciting seeing Neil, Bont, you know, like the, those guys are, Petrarca, those guys are coming through, they, they, they will be those other names in five, oh, six that's years right, time. Oh, right, of course. The so evolution. Green, even Green's in that category. Yeah. Green, Bont, Petrarca, you know, Neil, they're, they're phenomenal players. It's exciting times for footy going forward. Oh, and it always is. You've always got that batch coming through. But right now, it just seems top-end talent is seriously elite. So, listeners, get on Facebook and tell us if we missed any. Yes, absolutely. There's going to be someone out there that we didn't think of. Give us a shout-out. A diamond in the rough, a Matt Spanger type. I'm still waiting for his induction. I must have missed him. I slept on that. It's not over yet, though. He gets Christmas every year. <laughs> So, next week, what are we looking at? All-Australian? I think we're looking at our All-Australian preview. That'd be what pretty we're tough. seeing now. That'd be pretty tough. I'll have to do some homework on that one. Mm. All right. Well, should be a good round. Looking forward. Dream time. That's the game. Yeah, that's yeah. the Or one. Melbourne Lions. That'll be good. But dream time. A couple of big ones. Wow, that's going to be good. All right, folks. Have a good week, and we will speak to you soon. Catch us.